You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. Listeners, you might not believe this. We've been displaced again, Jack. Again, the disrespect studio. of the High Hopes podcast continues. We're not even on the floor that we're normally... We had to go to a different floor to record We're this. outside. Yeah. We are recording in the we middle of the sidewalk. Yep. They're like, get out of here. They kicked us out of WIP, um, yeah. mostly because we're spreading the truth. Um, <laughs> they and, can't handle us there. Yeah. That's that's what's happening here. So, once again, listen, we'll take the show on the road. Whatever we got to do. We, we do. are we are an adaptive podcast. That's right. Um, and I tell you what, it's uh, it's okay. Oh, look at that. Is yeah. that how you feel about the Phillies right now? I'll tell you what, it's okay. It's all just okay. <laughs> Everything about the Phillies right now is just, it's just, just all okay. Very just okay. Straight up okay. Yeah. All right, we'll dive into it all. First, real quick, Jackson's the last time we talked, something we thought never would be made public was made public. The Bryce Harper podcast. The Bryce Harper podcast happened, and I think I think people enjoyed it. They should have okay. enjoyed it. I mean, like we sound like idiots. I have not had the heart to listen yet, Jeff. Oh, I got like halfway through it, and I was like, oh my god, it sounds. Like, I got. I pretty much got to the John Middleton line, and I was like, oh man, what a what a what? disaster. What was I doing? And I was I was like listening to it. I was like, man, we were wrong about a lot, <laughs> like a lot, a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that people got to listen to it. It's a I, good listen if you haven't listened. Check in it out. my head, people. People were listen to the, that episode and then immediately listen to the Bryce Harper emergency podcast, which is the way to do it. And talk about a, a draining day. I mean, <laughs> no, it was like we, literally three minutes after we finished recording. Forty-five minutes of ah, this is horrible. Um, and and uh, an hour of just straight jubilation. Um, but if you enjoyed the Bryce Harper podcast, enjoyed um, the all of that fun stuff, come talk about it with us. At High Hopes Night. Oh, look at that. We got out of the way early. We got early. a professional over Listen, here. Listen, I do this for a living. <laughs> August 17th, Citizens Bank Park. Tickets are available. Pin tweet on Jack's Twitter, on my Twitter. And the High Hopes Pod Twitter. And the High Hopes Pod Twitter. The best Twitter of all of us, if we're going to be real about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all it does is just retweet. It doesn't even do yeah. anything. Uh, it's great. I'm going to embrace the thirst guy. Yeah. I'm a fan of that. So uh, come hang out with us. August 17th, it's going to be awesome. Uh, we've already sold a bunch of tickets. There's going to be a lot of High Hopes listeners there. It's going to be fun, man. Yeah, I'm very looking forward to it's it. It's good. The hopefully, Padres, hopefully, hopefully the team's still good. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Let's dive into it. All right. Since the last time we talked, you could say things haven't gone great. Uh, things have happened. We said, you know, don't get swept by the Braves. They didn't. No. Positives here. They took the first game of the series, they which sure did, didn't buddy. think was possible. <laughs> sure did. Didn't take the rest, though. No. All right. And then uh, Matt's series, look, they take two or three, but really felt like they were going to sweep and then Jay Garrietta happened. There's a lot to dive into with that. Let's just start with it all. The Phillies at 47 and 43. They're six and a half back of the Braves. They're a half game back of the Washington Nationals somehow, Jack. Yeah, they got hot. They got hot. They came out of nowhere. Yet, at the All-Star break, technically, if the season ended at the All-Star break, the Phillies would be playing the Nationals in the wild card I game. Know. It's a real mixed emotions type of thing, Jack. Where are you at with the Phillies so, right now? Well, it's so weird because like when you look at the team and you watch them every day, you're like, man, this team isn't very good. <laughs> and then and then you watch this, you look at the standings, and they're like, this team's not that bad. Oh, like, they're what a playoff are, team. Like, what are we complaining about? Uh, obviously, a lot of that had to do with early in the season and whatnot. Uh, where I'm at with this team is. I think the offense is is legit coming around, and I think they've been playing. I think they've been 
doing well offensively ever since they kind of talked about the I know the curveball machine was the joke but they actually did talk about how they changed their philosophy and they went they, after fastballs and all that stuff crazy concept hunting hunting fastballs who would have thunk it <laughs> the straight ball that comes at you yeah, yeah. who would have thought um, so like I feel good about where the offense is and uh, Real Muto is batting like 400 in his last 7 games just absolutely scorching hot The Br- Bryce Harper has been really really solid for his last 15 games he's looking at OPS over 1000 so I feel good about where the offense is I think Kingery at the leadoff spot we had called for it but I think that's really made a difference I think he's just the kind of spark plug a guy that can you know he, he'll either hit a home run like he did um, to against, open the game to yeah. open the game which was awesome um, off Jacob DeGrom off of DeGrom no less I know which is crazy And or he'll he'll get a hit get on first base and he'll make something happen like, I think he's kind of sparked them a little bit Jay Bruce I mean <laughs> well, is there is there enough good that we could say about Jay, Jay Bruce? Bruce is crazy like, he's the greatest Philly of all time for Christ's sake he's just the, the he's not really his you know numbers are incredible and he already has like 23 RBIs he's here. hit 10 homers as <laughs> yeah. a Philly he's like fourth on the team in home runs it's crazy as a Philly so I feel good about what the offense is and honestly thank God because the offense is the one thing that's healthy right now yes like they're they're the ones that are supposed to be carrying this uh, team yeah I was about to say ultimately coming into the season we all thought if they had a chance to do anything it was because the offense and not the pitching so right. they, they need the offense to come around now on the uh, on the other hand not uh, great Jack the pitching staff makes me want to uh, stab myself with a spoon it's really bad dude <laughs> It's really bad. I mean, we're talking so, and we'll get to the all of it. But the fact that it came out on Saturday after the game that Jake Arrieta's bone spurs in his elbow, and either has to pitch through it or be done for the season. And my thought process is, I don't know whether I want him to stay or go because he's so horrible. But they don't have anything better. I, like, where are we at, Jack? I really didn't know how to react to that. I saw that news. My first thought was like, good, screw Jake. He stinks. I don't need to see him. And then I'm like, wait. I mean, Cole Irvin's pitching. We have no what else. do we do? What do we do? That was after he said he's going to put a dent in Todd Frazier's skull. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> he like, did say it. It was a little aggressive. Yeah, was like, come on, Jake. Relax. Yeah, maybe a little I, over the line. I mean, Todd Frazier is such a baby. He's I can't annoying. stand, he's I can't stand Todd Frazier. I agree. Like, he, like, he's just, he sucks, but yes. he thinks he's good. And he's also a cleanup hitter for that team that night, I think, which is embarrassing. They, they hit him clean up a lot. It's a really strange like, lineup. I feel sorry. Yeah. You know, that he stinks. <laughs> Another thing that was weird about the Mets is that Dom Smith has 14 RBI. Dom Smith, well, it's because he's batting like 320 or know, whatever it is. It's four, unbelievable. It's like, how does he even eight, happen? He has eight home runs and 14 RBI. How does that even happen? <laughs> it's crazy. It's impossible. It's weird. Uh, so the Arietta thing, after he said he wants to put a dent in Todd, Todd Frazier's skull, <laughs> which, which, so I listened to the whole Mets broadcast on the way home. Ooh, uh, that must have been a fun listen. It was. It was like, it was fun because I went. they were winning. You're talking about the Sunday game. The Sunday game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday I drove home from Vermont. Yes. And they're just, they're so enraged by the Jake Arrieta comments. They're like, he needs to be suspended. Like, there's <laughs> there's no doubt about it. It's like yeah, people don't get suspended for that. For guys. saying he was put a dent in what top Frazier's you skull. Know, if he did put a dent in his skull, he might get suspended. Also, they're they're kind of roasting Frazier at the same time because they were like, he's like he's like I've been hit by this team all the time, and they're like, man, nah, it's only three times. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not that crazy. And what was a change up? Do you really think? Well, that's the point. It's like that's the thing. It's like get as mad as you want, but he clearly wasn't intending to hit you, man. Like that was not the point. If he's gonna hit you, he's gonna hit you with a fastball. It was not a one-two change up. Yeah. What are we talking about? He had deep in the count. He had you beaten the count. Like it was so silly. I yeah. thought it was. So silly the way Frazier reacted. It was reacted. so peak macho baseball. It was. That's, that's it was exactly what it was. Like Ninety eight all over again. They don't forget anything. Like the base, baseball players for whatever. They don't forget a thing. Like yeah. the fact that Todd Frazier's like, yeah, I've been hit this many times. Like I need to. I'm pissed off by that. It's like you've been hit only three times. Relax. <laughs> but they don't forget. Uh, but Arietta, yeah, I was kind of the same way. I was like, oh, like cool. But then I realized. There's no one left. That's like, it. Like we were joking about trading Arietta deadline. Well, guess what? If you trade Arietta deadline or whatever, like do whatever with Jake Arietta, you're not putting anyone else in there. Like you're putting in Cole Irvin. You're putting in Major Suarez. Unless like they they need I I hope the move is to bring out Damon Jones. Like Damon Jones has a .83 ERA in Reading and I know he will throw hard and has a wicked slider. That's all I know. I will, t- <laughs> I, I will take that. A I, lot more than you can he say. Strikes out a ton of guys to the .83 ERA at Reading. Obviously, a different ball, like the ball in Reading and then going to the ball in Lehigh Valley is a different story. But, like, I just want someone that at least has some kind of upside because I know Cole Irvin doesn't and I know Ranger Suarez doesn't. Like, I just. And we know Jared Eikhoff doesn't. And right. we know all the guys we've seen. And we know Daniel De Los Santos doesn't. He's a bullpen piece. Yes. And needs to learn a splitter like yesterday. Um, but, yeah, like, Damon Jones, just let's see what he got. Let's see what he has. Well, how could it be any worse? We're at the point where I, I'll try anything when it comes to, to starting pitchers and the Philadelphia Phillies right now. I'm look, it looks like Arietta will probably pitch through it. 
Oh, probably be the same Jake Arrieta we've seen. <laughs> Judging by Saturday. Sting. He's got like a six-something ERA over his last 10 starts or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's awesome, man. He's so cooked. You have the bone spurs. He's so done. Like, he's he, just done. You have the bone spurs and you have the knee last year. Uh, and, and, and Remember how excited we were about the knee? We're like, ooh, ooh. That was it. He'll be better. Yeah. He had the knee. How could you pitch with a knee like that? How could you ever do that? Come on. I know. Nope. Not the case. He's <laughs> no. just cooked. He's just cooked. And he, like, watching him now, I feel like in his head, he's like, how is this happening? Like I, he looks like <laughs> he's a guy. Like, why can't I throw as hard as I used it's to? Not even, he's throwing as hard yeah, as he why is. Why can't it? Why, why does it move? Why does it move like it's it used a, yeah, to? Yeah, exactly. Is, is the absolute problem yes. there. Um, but like with this pitching staff right now, like Eflin's taking a step back. I yeah, mean, no I, question. I want to get into Eflin a little bit um, because like it looks different than what we're gonna was go going through. On. We're gonna go through each guy. But like it, the the staff. But here's the thing: is I think that if they get one solid starter. Just, just give me one. So if you have two guys over the five day road, if you have Nola guy, guy. you're like, oh guy, right? Because if you, if you have a solid two with Nola, obviously being back to Nola, Nola, Nola looks great. Nola's back to being Nola, yeah. and then listen, if you can, if you can bump down the Pavettas of the world and let him be like your four or five, like everyone's melting down about Pavetta. Like if, he, if he's your, <laughs> Pavetta's melting down about well, yeah. Pavetta, he, he sure is. He, he's he, not handling did it. You great. hear his comments after the game no, too. What he, he, he was like. I made two bad pitches. No, <laughs> you know that in his head that the ball glancing off Swanson's hand and that double play that would happen there, that was it. Yeah. The moment that happened, everything else was not on him. Well, what was funny is is in that game too, I think it was that, it was that inning when everything melted down, was he had what he thought was a strikeout and he got the ball back and like stood on the mound, behind the mound for like uh-huh. 10 seconds. Yep. And I was like, well, there it is. <laughs> and, then, and then it's a three-run home run. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, but if you, can, if you can have Pavetta, if you can have Eflin and Pavetta bump down one more spot, make him lower in the lower on the rotation, bring in like a, a solid two. I, they, I just, the bullpen's getting healthier. The offense has turned a corner, I think. So I, I, th- I don't think it's as bad. I, this, I think this is the wor- the worst wow, is behind us. some positivity from Fritz. Listen, anytime you can take two or three from the Mets, I feel pretty good. <laughs> That's all they do is beat know, the Mets. They, they don't the beat anyone else. Remember the, remember the Mets owned us? Of course, for, for years. Last, the last like five years. Years, like years of the Mets. I know, you. but we're back. <laughs> We're back. No, okay. I, I, I really do think that. I think you the sound op- positive. You're way more positive than I am. I, I look at this team and I'm like, what's there to be excited about right now? The offense. Yeah, I hope so, man. The I offense. hope so. I don't know. I, I feel good about where they're at as a team, and I think they're one move away from being at least one in the move. wild card mix. See, I feel like there's so many holes on this team. Right, and bench well, back. Look, they're, and in the, they're in the wild card mix right now. They are they are a wild card team right now. And I look at the other teams in the NL. I'm like, I don't know. I don't it's think they, I don't think any of them it's are. Fair. That There's good. a lot of holes on these teams. Like the Cubs are thinking about blowing it up. They're first place in the NL Central. I know they're talking about like potentially <laughs> trading Hamels and stuff. What is happening right well, now? Theo. <laughs> <laughs> How many good. times? How yeah, many the times? Brewers are a mess right now, which is weird. Everyone in the NL West will fall off. It will only be the Dodgers. They're already starting to fall off. The Diamondbacks, the Padres, they don't matter. Right. It's I, the Rockies. Look, I think it's. Oh, I forgot about the Rockies. So I think it's. I think it's a five-team race for two spots. I think it's the Nationals, the Phillies, the Rockies, the Brewers, or Cubs. Whoever falls Cardinals, back there, and the, I guess, the Cardinals. That's the teams that I would say. And the Cardinals are five hundred, but they're I think talented enough. I don't believe in the Pirates. I don't believe in <laughs> again the the Diamondbacks, the Padres. You're right. I think it's a five teams for two spots. Are the Phillies one of those five teams? Maybe. And here's the question: Is it? Is it worth it? So, like, if they get to the deadline, right? I mean, well, well no, that's the philosophical question, right? That's what it comes down to. Because even if you beat whoever in the wild card game, you're facing the Dodgers in the five game you're series. Losing. Is it worth? Is it worth really investing a lot in in this team? Well, that's the point. It's a it's a balancing act. It's how much is it worth investing? Because I think you and I both agree that just basically on a basic level, making the playoffs is worth it. That's a big deal for this franchise. And it can get you jump started and getting these guys this kind of experience. Getting all the playoffs start. Like get the 07 to 08. We talk about that all the time, but that mattered. Losing to the Rockies in that series mattered. Yep. Getting over that finish line, finally being a playoff team did matter to that squad. And so it would be- I do think it matters, but I mean, you're not selling your top three prospects no. to try and, and, and beat the Dodgers is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm very unlikely to happen. And it's baseball, but I think baseball... Right, that's why I said, that's why change are not going to happen. Very unlikely to happen. But baseball has just changed so much to where the teams are so, so deep and so top-heavy now to where it's like, 
<laughs> like Ross Stripling is would be our second best starter. Ra- easily. And he's he would he's their fill-in guy. He's like, oh Rich Owen on the IL, bring in Ross Stripling. And then if he gets hurt, bring in Julio Urias. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Julio Urias would be the second best starter on the Phillies right now. I mean, yeah, we would be super excited. What are we too. talking about? I, I mean know. that's I so know. yeah. So baseball's changing that aspect. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. I, I think. I think just the top teams are so much cheaper than the other teams. But I think I think staying in it and going on a run and getting that wild card spot and whatever happens happens as like there's there they can do both here like we can accept that a lot of things have gone wrong for this team this year the sure. injuries have hurt offenses inconsistencies um you know it's Harper's first year so we'll give him like a little bit of a break even though I think he's starting to round into form now it's a balancing act between not like you if you want to give up a Kilome type prospect for an Astruble although hopefully a, 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 they talked a lot about how the players last year that were brought in weren't the best like locker clubhouse, room, the locker clubhouse guy they're bad yeah. guys, but the, this year they're really vetting the, the process. Which is Jay Bruce is that t- the opposite type of guy. And Jay Brad Bruce, Miller. Yeah, and Brad Miller too. Look, Bamboo Brad, the hey, whole Brad. thing. But like Jay Bruce has talked a lot about that, a lot about being someone who can come in and kind of fill a leadership void, fill a veteran presence type of void, and, and I think he's been a great addition from that perspective. Not, not even mentioning, obviously, the best player in Philly's history. <laughs> not even mentioning the 10 home runs. Yeah, I'm just talking strictly <laughs> off the field. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm talking he's about. only here for the clubhouse yeah, it's we, all we, don't, we don't even care if he Veteran leadership guy. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of veteran leadership <laughs> yeah. guys. So so I just, I understand there's a lot of doom and gloom and whatever, but I just think this team is is starting to get better, and obviously the pitching staff is a freaking disaster, um, but I think they're getting healthier. I think the bullpen's getting healthier i think they're getting closer such to such positivity here listen man when you hike i'm a lot, loving this when you're drinking heady topper you're and hiking in vermont better uh, you listen, don't even have a phone i don't have a phone right your now. your phone got destroyed in a rainstorm that's why this is happening right now i'm so <laughs> i'm so level-headed because yes. i haven't had my phone Look at this that i i did i drive in eight hours yesterday that should have been a six-hour trip turned into an eight-hour trip because of driving through new york yes oh am i driving crazy wow. yeah a little bit crazy not fun um Not but, fun. but but you drove through new york yeah to get home yeah. Why? I don't know. Tell the GPS said to go. Just check it out. See what's yeah. going on. I well, like it. I, I, well, I want to make sure I have the strongest signal for the Phil's Mets game. That's good work right there. Look think at about, you. Think about that. Um, <laughs> That's good work. Yeah. So, like, uh, and speaking of Vermont, like, I was, so I was up in Vermont the last whatever, four, four days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, good for you. We and, get it. And Vacation, I, all I, that. listen, I think I deserve a few days. Oh, yeah. I'm very tired. Um, <laughs> Me too. Always. <laughs> every second of every day. But when you're out there, when you're hiking or whatnot mm-hmm. through whatever. Jackie. The outdoorsman. Listen, people forget that I was a life scout. <laughs> what? One below Eagle Scout. I didn't Is that like, a real thing? Yeah. A life scout? Well, all right, so there's Eagle Scout. I had no idea that life scout. Do you know what Eagle blo- Scout is? Yes, You're I've heard of Eagle it. Scout? Yeah, I've, I've right. heard of a life scout. So I was scout, one below that. I didn't finish and, it. I, what? How are we, however many episodes we are in the Ohio's podcast, I never knew this. Yeah. I'm a life scout. So you're like a high level Boy Scout. Yes. A very high oh level Boy Scout. Oh my God. That is. Yeah. A, that is a revelation. I had two years to finish my Eagle Scout project. I so if like we get it. lost in the forest, you can like keep us alive and stuff? Pretty good at it. Like build a fire, Listen, man, I, do all that kind of stuff? I hiked 101 miles in New Mexico when what? I was in ninth grade. This guy? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jackie Outdoorsman. Jackie Outdoorsman. I'm blown away by this. Yeah. No, it's it's a, it's a real thing. I had no idea. Now I'm in horrible shape and <laughs> and, and hiking hurts. But while you're, Life out, scout. while you're out there hiking, you have a lot of time to think. I can see that. I a lot of time to think about this Phillies team, <laughs> and I just I feel pretty good. I can now, tell. The, now let me. Is the, I want a little violate. I need, I need a ruling from you. Okay. Is it wrong that so every night we would go out and we'd sit by like the? I'm the, gonna say it's wrong. Go ahead. Okay. Well, you're probably right. <laughs> We would, we would go out and sit by the pool, like around the, the tables around or whatever, and everyone's like watching the sunset over the mountaintops. Tell whatever. me you had the Phillies on your phone. On my laptop. No. So I have, oh, I have the Phillies on my laptop. So while everyone's trying to enjoy the sunset, there's me clapping <laughs> and getting excited about the Phillies. Okay, and Jill's I was just, wrong. Jill's that is just totally right. Thank that you. is very right. Thank you. Big fan. Yeah. Well, I think we're probably two of the few people who would say that was right, but all in support of that yeah my wife would have literally killed me in that situation it's come down to this is that i really only care about the phillies <laughs> like it's got it's, it's gotten to that point where it's, it's like uncomfortable almost. yeah it's like this is all i care about this is all i think about i just think about the future of this team it's all i think about on the trail like i'm i'm wondering what jill's thinking about and I'm thinking to myself, what are you thinking about? You're, You're definitely not thinking about the Phillies. So. I'm only thinking about. I think about you, your life together, mm-hmm. all the things going on in her world. Yeah, 
Phillies. I'm locked in. I love it. That's why we do this. <laughs> yeah, so like, maybe that's why I'm positive today. Very positive. Yeah, because I've, I've mapped it all out of my head. At least you didn't let it take you the other way. You could have come in incredibly negative if mm. that walk had not been as uplifting and positive as Yeah, it. no. It was a walk. Life Scout. Please. Hike. Hike. Yeah, it was, I was dying. <laughs> it was like we, we, were, we, were, hiking, surprised. we were hiking at the, the highest peak in Vermont. <laughs> wow. And we were three quarters of the way up and started dumping rain. And we were like basically walking down waterfalls. Oh, it was horrible. Sounds horrible. Was that Mount Washington? Mount no, Rainier? It was Mount Mansfield. Mount Rainier Mount Washington's is in Washington. In, or, no. Mount Washington is in Bar Harbor, Maine. Okay. I don't know where any of these things Wait. are. I hiked some mountain in Maine last year that was really horrible nice. as well. I, Cadillac know, Mountain. Cloud. You know what I do? What? I don't hike mountains, Jeff. Yeah. Well. Kind of my thing. Okay. So let's <laughs> let's get back to the fills. Yeah, why don't we talk some fills? All right, let's uh let's dive through anything uh just quick thoughts from the weekend or the Braves series before we kind of go through some specific players. Was there uh, any, anything else in a macro level that stood out to you from either of those two series? Well, let me just say I'm playing hurt today because I don't have my usual notes. <laughs> oh yeah, so no phone. I have nothing to oh write. My God. I know. So look I feel like you. I'm lost. You look jacked right now. No no well, pun intended. Ripped. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm looking, excited. Sh- I'm looking excited. like I'm in shape. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm Don't show me your mod. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I'm in shape? Jack no. just took me to the gun show. <laughs> yeah, right there. nothing much there. <laughs> um, uh, I want to talk about Eflin um, because I, he's obviously taking a, a pretty big step back. Yes. Um, and He uh, looked awful in that. He, I mean, that was one of those games where they got, they spotted him four runs and he was like, eh. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I I think he's I think he's got to a point where he's rushing a little bit to the plate. Um. So what made Eflin really good his first, you know, two months of the season was he was getting to his balance point, and then he was really, uh, like we get fully fully balanced and ready, and then delivering his pitches. And now he's not getting to a full balance point. He's kind of just turning and going. And I think that's taken some of the zip off his pitches. Um. He's also getting. I think I just think teams have figured out Zach Eflin. And oh, it, great. And it, well, it wasn't that. That's what we want to hear, Jack. Well, it wasn't that complicated of a plan. I mean, it was fastballs up and whatever. Um, and now with his fastballs up, instead of missing up and out of the zone with his fastballs, he's missing down. And when he when he starts missing, bad. yeah, when you're trying you don't to want to miss down, when you're trying to go up and you miss like down, yeah. that ball's getting smoked. Barrels, yeah, barrels for life. Yes. and that's kind of what's happening to Eflin right now. So. Uh, his, I think his fastball, like instead of missing up and away or up and out of the zone, he's just missing down and, and he's getting smoked for it. His fastball location is just way off. Like there's a couple times in that Braves game, I went back and watched where he used the Real Muto set up on the outside corner and he was just trending over the middle of the plate and getting smoked. Also, um, I think for Eflin to really, um, like I think I think Eflin's a really good pitcher. I think he's going to get better, and I, I I don't I think right now it's kind of a blip in the Eflin radar. But I would love for him to go and work with um, Kyle Yeager's one of the the driveline guys. So he was he was brought in by the Phillies to be a pitch designer, mm-hmm. and I just think that Eflin he needs to design a slider that can actually get swings and misses because is he's not getting any swings and misses on anything right now. Like his the strikeouts are, have gone down in every single start the last four starts, and I just think that the teams are just have just started to barrel him up, and when he's not when he's not having pinpoint fastball control um, or command, like his his slider just looks so flat, and he doesn't have anything else to counteract. Like even like what makes Nola so special is like when his fastball's off a little bit off, he still has a changeup, still has a curveball to come back with. When Eflin's fastball command and, and and control is off, he has nothing to combat that with. He doesn't have a dominant slider that he can throw in any count whenever he wants. So I think there's a path to him developing a really good slider. I just think he needs to get uh, with Jaegers and and design a new slider. What does design a slider mean? Like you know how like so sometimes it's it's, it's really just a grip change. But it, like so what they do what they do with drive line what they do with the Phillies minor league system and all over baseball is they have these Rapsodo cameras where they can hook up and see the spin of your slider. So, or whatever pitch you want, really. They, they hook it sure. up and you throw it into a net and it'll track how much RPMs spin it has, how, what the spin rate off of it. So if you mess around with one grip and it spins more and more, they just try to emphasize that grip. Ah. And des- so it's basically, de- it's designed... messing around with grips and finding what works. Right, and, but they're, they're actually able to track it rather like than... actually using technology to find out what works. Yeah, yeah. So like you'll use a Rapsodo camera and if it's spinning, like if, if one slider grip gets 2,500 2, RPMs, and the next one gets 2,700 RPMs, they'll, tr- they'll use that slider grip and perfect that pitch. Kyle Yeager is a strong name. Yeah, it's a great... Well, it's a good name. What's funny is that 
is that when I was coming up, there was this thing called Jaeger bands, which were all about like the, 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 the first bands that pictures ever used. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And and I thought they were related. They're not related. Not. Yeah, not at all. No. No. <laughs> so still a good name. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a really strong name. And I just think that Eflin, I think that Eflin's going to be a really good pitcher. Um, but he needs some kind of secondary pitch that can get him back into competitive counts and use that ninety five mile an hour fastball. And I think if he works on, a, on on designing a slider that can get swings and misses, I think there's a path to him being a really really solid three or four. It is amazing when you watch other teams whether it be against Phillies or the package uh, how many people throw hard now yeah it's because uh, you watch the Phillies and you don't notice it as much and then you watch every other t- like that dude Bryce Wilson who's not even that good a pitcher oh just pumping 97 they're like boom 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 like non-stop like where are guys who throw 97 98 well it's so funny is like we call Vinny Velasquez Vinny Velo the guy throws 93 he's not a yeah, exactly. He's not even Bryce Wilson. Dude, Tommy Hunter throws harder than Mr. That's Velasquez. what I'm saying. Where are the hard throwing guys? It's so guys? funny. And the Bryce Wilson, that game was so frustrating because he was literally off Just ass. Just all fastballs. And the, but they're all like 97, 98. Boom, 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 boom. It's like, why can't they hit this? What is happening right now? I know. Listen, it's so frustrating. They they, they need, they, they have to be able to find guys with velo. I think they're starting to get there with guys like Damon Jones, some of the draft We picks. talked about the last draft, right, a little like, more emphasis on it. Like, oh my God. Watch, obviously the Futures game is the best all-star event oh it's the best it's not even close how how amazing the futures game is better than the all-star game and then you see these guys of these other teams and it's like everyone like Like matt manning and he wasn't very good last night i'm still like no i'm only a quarter of the way through it so i'm working my way through the early so i'll get there okay okay i saw saw debbie garcia i mean all these guys it's just the talent is is overwhelming it's crazy it's overwhelming uh, listen very happy bombs there or bomb i think it's actually bomb but i like bomb better because bomber yeah bomber i like it (laughs) so better than bomber it's way better um but but like obviously i'm happy the bombs there and he he played well um but like there's just so much crazy talent that the phillies i feel like are just missing out on Mm -hmm. so while i'm overall positive about the the phillies major league team and how they're rounding to form man am i frustrated with the whole the whole organization top to bottom lack of high-end talent that's oh for my sure. god it's, that is for sure it's so annoying like wander franco leading off for the al squad it's like that dude they just went and found that kid he's the best prospect in baseball now not even close oh who, yeah. come on the race of course right why wouldn't it be the race Chaim bloom go find that guy i love Chaim bloom give me Chaim bloom is that how you say it Chaim. Chaim bloom from here by the way is he really? Yeah. Philly guy. Should make it that easy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Come home, Chaim. Klentak. Come home. We're, we, are mo- we are monitoring the Matt Klentak department. And, uh, <laughs> oh, man. We are a few weeks away from full on this, uh, this Assault. guy. Assault. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're mo- Klentak is, has taken quite the nosedive. In terms of public perception, yes, from the off season to now. Well, when you've seen their their pitching decisions they've yeah. made in the last year and a half, yeah. or ever since the Arietta signing, it's hard to blame them. Uh, I see where a lot of people are coming yeah. from. Speaking of pitching decisions, Nick, 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 not aware. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we talking about? Again, not great. Two, three run homers are what did him in. But yeah. He's he'll just settle, so he'll suck, and then he'll settle in, and he'll look lights out, and then he'll just have a bad inning, and then it, the whole start is lost. He's so close to being so. <laughs> he is though. I know. That's what I'm saying. He like the like eighty five percent, ninety percent of his starts are great. It's that ten percent that ends up making them awful. It's it's really crazy. It's uh, it's crazy, and he is he is your classic like this guy's too good to give away. Because you too much see, talent. You see everything there, but also like, holy crap, are you so frustrating to follow and root yes. for? Yes. At the same time, it drives you crazy. He's, it, and it's the it's the mental stuff. It's just like, dude, come on, stop. Just stop what you're doing. Just be tougher. Just grow up. Yeah, but he's, 20, he's 26. Up. I don't know if he's ever. I, I think this is probably who he is. Uh, it's the problem though. He still needs to grow up. Yeah. Act like a man. Can't do it. I know. He can't do it. But the, the, the thing is, is it's that a true Jack Fritz. He's, it's a lot of Jack Fritz. <laughs> that's, that's why I love him so much. But like he's he's so close to being good. It's just it's frustrating when he he allows the three runs, which is fine. Like that's fine if it's your your four or five guy. And then it happens again, and you see it happening coming from a mile away. And like it, it, that was his best. That was the, for the the first five innings of that start or whatever until it started blowing up. Mm-hmm. I was like, this looks like the guy that we saw when he came back from the. 
minor leagues. Like he was aggressive and pumping fastballs and whatnot. But then it just all reverted back to classic Pavetta, and it yeah. was it was just and like it's so simple. It's just like one thing goes wrong, and it just it's like triggers the whole thing, pulling a thread, and then it all falls apart. I know he's he, he, he's like Jeff George, man. Jeff George, yes. <laughs> Not quite as talented. Not as quite as talented. <laughs> but, I mean, this happens all the time. I mean, this happens all the time with super talented pitchers that never are able to figure it out. Um, it's frustrating that this is happening right in front of our eyes. But, listen, you can't take him out of the rotation because he's there. the upside is there of him being really good. Um, you just like to see the consistency, and, and unfortunately, it's not there. Yeah, yeah, you could say that, Jack. Yeah. It is not there. No, it's not. All right, um, Met series. What stands out to you? Obviously, they win two at three. That Arietta start is just <laughs> infuriating, man. They, they should have won that game. Yeah. They, they should have won that game. They should have been sweet. Spotted um, him a 4 nothing lead, too. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It was off Syndergaard. Yeah. So. Fraud. Fraud. Syndergaard, Syndergaard, I think I think Noah Syndergaard is the biggest waste of talent in baseball. Wow, that's a big, he, that's a bold statement. He's such a waste. Like he's ninety eight with a ninety one mile oh, hour changeup. I mean, up. he's got as good. He's got the best fastball, ba- or at least the <laughs> hardest average fastball velocity in all baseball. Yeah, but he, he, he gets smoked. Yeah. Imagine Pavetta, but on steroids. Like that's what, <laughs> <laughs> literally and figuratively, yeah, or that's, just figuratively. That's Noah Syndergaard. Yeah. I mean, it, it, like he's so. I would be so infuriated if I was a Mets fan with that dude. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, you could be way better than Negrom. Well, I mean, like he's way more talented than Negrom. Yeah. I mean, just pure talent. He's just more talented. Yeah, Degrom's he, a thousand times better than he is. <laughs> a thousand times. He's not close. Um, I I can't believe they won the Degrom start. I mean, it's Degrom versus Velasquez, uh, right? I would have bet my life they weren't going to win. I that mean, start. poor Zoe, she can't go to college now, right? Because you <laughs> lost all of your money. Like you, you put her college fund on the on the Mets. On Degrom, night. yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> it's a real shame. Yeah, uh, impressive. Like like late in the game. Um, the yeah, they win it in the ninth. Yeah, I mean, a five run ninth or whatever. Real needle doubled. Uh, Bruce. All Jay Bruce does is get big hits. This guy, Bryce Harper, big double. Yeah, I just, I, 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 I really. Now that Bryce has kind of settled in, and it's not like the striking out all the time. I just love watching that guy play, and I know people are so frustrated with some of the base running stuff. I'll take over aggressive instead of. I will too. Under he gets thrown out a lot. He though. does. It's like, like it's <laughs> almost unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I do think some of that does. It, like if he gets on second base yesterday on that Cano play, I think that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the game of like. Like that's our superstar doing that. I think. Sure. I think it kind of sets the tone I, for the look, entire team. I like it more than not. I if I have to choose aggressive and get thrown out more, not aggressive, get thrown out less. I'll take the aggressiveness. It is shocking how much it's it's, it's hard to. It's like oh well, Bryce got thrown out again. Yeah. It's almost yep. like it's almost like he has absolutely no base running instincts. <laughs> I know. Like it's is he so used to only hitting dingers? I think it's just up? he goes. Like it doesn't matter whether he should or he shouldn't. He's running. I think he's so used to hitting dingers as a kid <laughs> that he's like, "What is this base running stuff?" <laughs> it's weird. I never I'm, had to do this. Before. I've never, I never had to do this I just before. Trot. That's yeah, what I, I do. Just, I just have dominated my entire life. He does hustle. He does hustle, and he's been great defensively too. We haven't talked about it a lot, but. I feel like every night he's making plays out there defensively. Like he's been a really good right fielder for them. And you know what we haven't talked about in a while? Cesar's defense. Like Cesar's fine. It's he's been fine. He's been like that was just one of those weird like three week blips where all of a sudden a guy forgets what he's doing. It was crazy. Um, like that. The, maybe I'm maybe I'm more positive on the team because the. Everything outside of the starting staff, I think, is all coming together. Like, even the defense. Like, Kingery's played a really good center field. Yes, like, really good. Shockingly good. Instincts, knows where to be. I mean, talk about a guy that's just an athlete. <laughs> talk about a guy who we would be lost without this season. Oh, my God. We, we were not counting on Scott Kingery for anything this no. year. Jay Bruce has been fine in left field. Um, Mikey can get really Jay good Bruce. on balls right at him. Jay, yeah, hey. <laughs> Mikey, I mean, he makes those plays. I'll give it to him. Like, he does, as long as he doesn't have to go side to side, no. he'll make the play. No, a tractor trailer can't throw yes. him. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> but hey, he makes some nice yeah, plays. Yeah, and they're right at him. He nails it, man. Yeah, yeah. He he's got it. an arm. He my man's got an arm. You can throw. So, yeah, so... Uh, and Jay Bruce has been a much better defensive left fielder than... I, and not good. We'll still remember that Braves game. Like, don't get me wrong. But he has been... Much better than I expected. He's competent. It feels like in left field. Yeah, he's barely even played left field most of his life. So yeah, that's that's, that's a good point. I forgot about that. That's yeah. a good part of it. So um, yeah, I mean, it's really nice having Tommy Hunter back. I mean, thank you. I know, but he's he's, he's he looks good. better than last year though. He does. He's at least in the you know four innings he's pitched or whatever. He's been really good. Yeah, I mean, like legit, like striking guys out, like stuff gets stuff going. Yeah, I mean, if you have if you have Morgan Hunter Naris. 
that's solid. It's something. It's solid. And then if you get if Robertson supposedly he's throwing a, he's throwing live Thursday. Okay. So if he throws live Thursday I'll, and it's great. fine, I'll take it. So you're you're at the point where you're just taking whatever you can get. I'll from take Robertson. whatever I can get, dude. How many more times I've seen Edgar Garcia's pitch in the seventh inning? JD Hammer in the eighth inning. This is my go-to high leverage guys. Yeah. I don't need that anymore, Jack. I know, but it's all it's all getting there. <laughs> so all right. So to sum up, you feel. Really good about where the offense is and is heading. Yeah. You feel good, somehow, about the bullpen coming together. I feel good about the future of the bullpen. Okay. I don't feel good about the current bullpen. Okay, fair. Okay. Yeah. And then the starting pitching is the issue. All right, so let's get into the whole trade deadline thing coming up, because that's a big talking point right now, as as we know. Um, What should they do? How should they approach this? And, and look, I think the first seven games back here, three against the Nats, four against the Dodgers— <laughs> Will play a role. Oh like, my god, yeah! It has to. If they go two and five in those games, you're not breaking the bank to go out and get guys. Nor no. should you. It's gonna be a and it's it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard for Middleton to swallow. Like he spent a lot of money this offseason, last offseason to bring in guys. Mm-hmm. But if you go two and seven and you're fighting for a second wild card spot to hopefully win and play the Dodgers in a five game series, that's just dumb. Like, it's malpractice. Yeah, to it's, go all in. It's very dumb. Um, but I mean. Owners. I mean, they probably shouldn't go all in no matter what no. at where they're at. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't go all as in as we've discussed. No matter what, and and here's the thing: is even if they sell, what do they really have to sell? Well, yeah, we talked about that. I mean, like Jay Bruce, and why would you sell him? He's you know got no money on the contract the Phillies are paying. It's 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 almost like there's not a ton of upside to what you're going to get for him. Cesar, maybe. I mean, and just let Kingery play second base and whatever. Yeah, I, but like they don't have guys to sell. This is not a this is not a team built with pieces that you can just. Cut off. I mean, they, Real Muto. If you really, if you really wanted to sell, so, so probably trade Real Muto. The Real Muto thing, I think, is super interesting. So I thought a lot about the Real Muto trade on my hikes, and <laughs> if I can get, if I can, I think there's a path to a JT Real Muto for Kyle Tucker trade, and I think the Astros would do it because I think they, they probably want to do it in the off season. But they do it to go for the World Series. To go for the World Series, sure. and like, dude, going from Robinson Torino, who I think to, is fine. Yeah, to, to Real J- Muto, it's a massive upgrade. Massive, and they don't really need Kyle Tucker. No, they just brought up your not on freaking Alvarez. I know. Like, they don't need anybody. Like, it's unbelievable. And he's going to be the Josh Radcliffe replacement if they do keep him. But I just think that Kyle Tucker's a good hitter. Kyle Tucker's a really good hitter. He's a good hitter. So I almost like if if that's possible, and they go two and five. Or they, Can you imagine? Well, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. They, a team would have a year and a half left of Real Muto. Yeah. The Phillies have not signed to an extension yet. Yeah. And truth is, he's going to be a 30 year old catcher. It's a very fair point, especially from what at least what we've seen from him this year. Like. The vast majority of his value comes from playing catcher. Yeah, well, he's the best defensive catcher in baseball. Yeah, I th- I th- calling a game, all that stuff, but like offensively, like he hasn't even been close to the best off- offensive catcher in baseball this year. Right, much less an offensive player at other positions. Where if you're talking about 31, 32, 33, long term deal. What position is he playing? Right. I mean, you can't put him at first because you have Hoskins at first. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to put Bryce at first base eventually, like whatever. If they, DH. If, if they get a DH, DH comes in actually. And, but, and look, JT Romito is not a good enough hitter at DH. Do you want, do you want your you D- DH Hoskins and play first base, I guess. Do you want your D- Well, actually, right? Hoskins is a pretty brutal first base. That's what I'm having. saying. I'm saying if, if in that situation you yeah. could move Romito to first and sure, but then you're losing all the value in Romito and you're going to have to pay him now as a catcher for all those years. You're talking like what? Mid twenties a year or something like that, million dollars. Like it's not going to be a cheap contract. Twenty plus million dollars a year. For I think three. I, I feel like three for sixty would get close. Sure, I think that's fair. That's the right be five range, years at least. Yeah, five years from now, because um, you have this year, next year, and then three on top of that. That'll pay until he's thirty. You probably have to bump him in the years now too. Yeah. So. If you can, if you, I don't want to give away JT Romito because I think no. you want to. You obviously want to comp- yeah. compete next year. I'm not saying I want them to trade JT Romito, but I think it's the smart thing to do if they fall out of it. And I like catcher is a position that like it's nice. It's like a luxury position. Mm-hmm. Like it's not something you absolutely need. Um, and obviously JT Romito is definitely a luxury. But if you can get a guy like Kyle Tucker, or if you can get Alex Verdugo, from like from I the love Alex Verdugo. I, know. I don't know why you could get him though. He's such a big piece of what they're doing. Yeah, but if 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 Paul and they like had, Will Smith long term, like yeah. not for right now, but they believe in that guy. If there's if there's a path to Alex Verdugo, I would lo- bring me Alex Verdugo, please. Yes, I'd, I'd rather have Kyle Tucker, but okay. Um, but I just think that. 
I very different players for Dugo and yeah, Tucker. I wouldn't right. hate the idea of seeing what you can get out of a JT Real mm-hmm. trade. I don't want to give him away because I do think he's a really good catcher and I think you want to compete next year. Yes. And if you don't have him, then it's like Debbie Gruyon and Andrew Knapp as your battery. Oh, <laughs> stop. What are you trying to do to me, Jack? I don't know. I just, don't do that. But I, I, I don't hate the idea of seeing if, if you can get a legit legit prospects for the yeah. future well, of this Well, it has team. to be a Kyle Tucker type yes. prospect. It has to be a, no doubt about it, this guy is going to come up and hit. Kyle Tucker could hit right now. Yeah. If the if the Astros had a spot for Kyle Tucker, he'd be hitting in the major leagues right Correct. now. Correct. So, I would like to see that, and hey, hey Matt, if you decide to move JT Romito, enough with the casting the wide net thing and bring us a stud. Like, that's, yes. that was so frustrating with like the, I know yes. Clemson wasn't here, but the Hamels thing, it was like instead of just going for the good player, or for the... Yeah, instead th- of getting Nomar Mazzara, who, oh wow, turns out he's a really good player. He'd be nice to have on your team. They went for a crop of players rather yeah. than one actually really good player. So, um, if you that do... That trade in hindsight looks so horrendous oh my now God. when you really play it out now. Yeah, it's it's a horrible trade. It's the, a be- horrible the best trade. players with the Marlins. Yes, and the other bests are Nick Williams and Jared Eikhoff. How about it, man? Yeah. How about it? And the one is in Korea right now. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Yeah. Matt Harrison, what happened to him? Yeah, well. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what can you do? So, Alec Asher. But other than that, like, do you move Naris? They could, they could sell Naris <sighs> if they sure. want. Look, and this is all very, very, circ- or, you know, uh, hypothetical in the sense that I don't think I think the Phillies would have to really be out of it to sell. I think that what you alluded to before that John Middleton didn't go out and do all this in the offseason for his team to sell off parts at the trade deadline. I think they really need to like start to break two of it, two and eight or something. Like they need to be four plus games out of the second wild card, I think, for them to sell. Yes, probably. Which is and I, I can't believe we're here. But un- yeah. Unlikely that app. I think ultimately the most likely scenario come July 31st is what we saw last season. It's it's these, you know, kind of filler, you know, band-aid type moves. Or maybe so or maybe it's Matthew Boyd and you're looking to the future too, or those types of moves where you're getting and I don't think it will be. I'm just saying maybe it's all right, we're gonna get a guy we think can help us, you know, make a fun little run this year, but then next year when we're really going for it, we'll be a main piece of that team. It has to be someone who's here for more than a year. Minor. Yeah. If, if, Minor or that type of deal. If sure. they make a major move, if they make a uh, the t- Texas Rangers are a game and a half out. Yeah, but I just I they're gonna sell. They're, I agree likely, but they're a game and a half out. They're in it. They just are. Yeah. I know. Your best players, the best offensive pieces. I'm like, with you. Look, I'm with you. I I think it's a good I wouldn't be in it on the Rangers, but they're in it right now. Right. It's tough. You don't, it's rare that you see teams, even if they know better, that when they are that close and in it, that will just say, nah, we're, we're selling because yeah. this is not our year. It's rare. It's yep. really rare. Yeah. I want to, I would love to see, I want to see Clemson get creative. I want to see something that's like interesting, like an interesting move that has theoretical upside in it. Like every Clemson move for the most part outside like Brad Miller. And maybe Jay Bruce. Most of Jay Bruce is pretty obvious. He fills a left-handed bat need and whatever. And that was such a sweetheart deal yeah. that it's like we're, we'll pay all of it. Like who's not going to make that? Yeah, deal? I, I want to see Clintac, you know, make a not obvious move to help this team. I, yeah. I just want to see want to see some see something from some Matt ingenuity. Yeah, from Matt Clintac. Anyone could pay three hundred thirty million dollars for Bryce Harper. True. Anyone could trade their top prospect for JT Romito. Mm-hmm. I want to see I want to see him get creative and get smart and and makes and make a move that's like wow. Look at Clentac that you can like that you can feed off the trolls with. with sure. Hey, do you see this move Clentac made? Yeah. So uh, look, and, and he, look the, again. You, I agree with you; it was obvious. But the Jay Bruce trade was a great trade. Yeah. The the Gene Segura trade was a great trade, a very good trade. Maybe a good trade. Well, yeah. I mean, like, look, Santana being an all star is you know well, it's better clean up in the all star game. Have you seen JB Crawford? He's been good. He's been solid. <laughs> yeah, it's an okay trade. You're starting That's, to go the other way. I still think it was a good trade. It was a good trade. If J.P. Crawford turns into a superstar... Which he won't. I don't think he will either. I think he'll be a good player. Fine player. You're... you're, uh, It was an okay trade. (laughs) So it is... Look, again, it is crazy. I think that's really the the craziest thing for me right now as we sit at the All-Star break is how we went from King Klentak to... Is Klentak the guy in a half a season? I think he's made obvious moves since he's been a GM, mm-hmm. and he's given out a lot of money to guys who may not be worth that kind of money. Well, some definitely are not. Arietta, <laughs> Jake Arietta is certainly, certainly not, not worth it. it. So, oh, the idea that he's on the books again next year is just—it's just a killer, man. 
You should just retire. Please. <laughs> can we start a retire campaign? The retirement fund? Give us our money back, Jake. Nah. It's not going to happen? No. It's too good. No, he'll go pitch with bone spurs, whatever yep. he's got to do. What is he gonna do? It's again, and I, I'm not going to rip him for that. Like, I do... I appreciate that he's trying, like, that he wants to go pitch with an issue. Like, it's not like he's a... It's It'd be... If, if this were the last year of his deal, if this were a walk year and... Um, I don't know if he would do that. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, excuse me. I think he would do that. I, the idea of going out to pitch with the bone spurs and pitch through it in not a walk year is, is commendable in a way. I just hate Jake Arrieta. I'm so dumb with this guy. I got nothing good to say about him. I can't even try and say like, he's tough, man. He's, he's going out and giving us innings. I, I hate him. Not even an, not even an innings eater at this no, point. No, well, he is. I he's just brutal. I don't even like the way he stands. Like I hate the way he stands. It's ass in the air. It's the arm thing. I hate it. Everything he does. I can't stand the guy, Jack. Wow, this is sad. I know. He's gonna put a dent in my skull if he hears about this. I gotta right. be careful. The Mets broadcast will be very apparently mandy. a psycho who's going on denting people's skulls. What can you do? I don't know. I don't know. All right, what else do I have on my list here? I don't think I think we got through. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Double. See you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Peace. Yeah, I'm good. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Don't need to see him anymore. Fella. Yeah. Never again. 85 games. It is pretty interesting that Major League Baseball is finally starting to That's slam time. down. Are you kidding me? Addison Russell got 40 games. It should have been a year. Yeah, Addison Russell is is disgusting. Yeah, uh, he should have got he should got way more than forty games. Of course, he should have. And at least, at least uh, it's about time Major League Baseball figured it. Agree. Out. Also, like, there's no downside to it. No. What's yeah, exactly? <laughs> Just send them. It's not that big of a deal. Everyone's going to applaud it. Yeah, We're I all good with it. I'm all good. I don't want to yeah. see. I don't want to see a double anymore. And, and you never will. No, they'll they'll flip in this offseason or whatever. You, all right. So we had that discussion on the midday show today. I who's trading for Odubo Rare? Like the Pirates. <laughs> that was such a confident answer. The Pirates. You think so? Yeah. They have, they they can't take on. They have no. They 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 need good players for cheap contracts. Yes. And Odubel is that. Uh, he's an okay player. okay player on yes. a cheap contract. Yes, on a good contract. Yes. yes. I, look, the Phillies have to eat all seventeen million. I would assume of it to to get any. I mean, they give them away. Is the point? You're either eating the seventeen million and getting like a B level prospect back, or you're eating none of it and. He's free. Just take him. Yeah. Like so. Either way. And again, I think even if you do eat the whole contract, I just don't know who's banging down your door for a double. Like no one. No one. But pirates. maybe the pirates. Maybe <laughs> the pirates. Neil Huntington. Yeah. Calling him up. Yeah. I, I can see that. I, I'm good. I don't. I don't want to see him anymore ever again. I'm just done with Odubel. Just yeah. done. All right. That's all I got. In my notes. What else you got? Um. Listen. There's a prospect in AAA that has hit 25 straight games. Ooh. That uh, the Phillies should definitely call up. Ever heard of him? His name's Nick Williams. <laughs> <laughs> why haven't they given this guy a shot yet you know left handed pop off the bench <laughs> 25 straight games is serious he set, he set the uh, tr- uh, Lehigh Valley record did he yeah how about that yeah bring him Conf- back confirm Nick Williams quad A player <laughs> Prospect. we found out it's um, good to know I do I do I am very interested to see um, what they get for him in a trade he does. I, I know you've been banging the drum for the Nick Williams trade because I think they can, and forever I have said they're getting nothing in a Nick Williams trade. They will. What do you think? What, I what just want uh, give me a hard throwing bullpen piece. You think they get that from Nick Williams? Well, Maybe a, a guy, guy who struggles whole life. Yeah. Yeah. I want them. To, I want them to trade Nick Williams for a guy that is a, that has been horrible his whole life, but is a flyer like Austin Adams. Like Austin Adams. Okay. I would. I would trade him right now for Austin Adams. I know you would. I would too. I just second. I trade him for for. He's Austin. going to get traded for I'd something. Trade him for some dude named Austin. Some teams who play baseball. Some teams are gonna take a shot on him. I'm telling you, some okay. teams gonna take a shot on him. He's okay. he has th- trade value. Okay. You heard it here first. I you I did. Mark it down. Okay. Got trade value. <laughs> what else? Anything else in the in the mail? I know you don't have the normal mail take bag today because you got the. Uh, Oh, phone issue. Oh, is your phone still in rice? By the way, no, I, t- it's, yeah, I took it to Apple Store today. It's completely fried. I gotta buy a new one. Yeah. Oh no, really? A lot of fun. Oh no, buddy. Yeah. So can you get anything off of it or anything? No, it's Do all backed up. Though, you back it up? Okay, well, good. I, like yeah, a good. little while ago I backed it up. Okay, good. Oh, that was almost a real sad, sad yeah. story, Jack. Yeah. How uh, you doing without the phone? You getting by? You okay? I mean, I have iMessage on my computer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's it's a little frustrating though. I, I'm I, thinking about you. Yeah, thank you. Um, you're in our and you're in our prayers. My thought before final thoughts yes. is that 
I kind of wonder if if Chris Young is fo- is fostering a um, a non aggressive philosophy with this pitching staff. Mm. So I was thinking about this when I was watching every starter. This, <laughs> this last little bit here, they're so not aggressive, and they're so they try to be cute. On I feel like in any count, like. They'll get to it, and I think it's smart pitching in a way, like pitching backwards and whatnot. But I think it almost comes too much, like too much trying to pitch backwards, where they get into a two-one count and they'll throw like an off-speed pitch, and then they don't. None of these guys have unbelievable off-speed unless Mm -hmm. outside of Aaron Nola um, and Pavetta when he feels like it. um, That they can get back into counts with like a two-one, and they feel good about what they can throw for a strike or whatnot. And then all of a sudden becomes like a three-one count. And I just I wonder if Chris Young has has fostered the mentality of of spinning the ball as often as possible. where it's almost taken away their aggressiveness with their fastballs. And I wonder, I, I, I have a problem with the mentality of let's just nibble around the zone rather than attacking the zone. I agree and, with you. And like, and really try, like, Krantz, Krantz last year was good at this. And look at the Brave starters. This I was year. about to say, it seems like he's doing a good job down in Atlanta. Right. So I, I'm very worried the Phillies, Phillies may picked have, the wrong guy. May have picked the wrong guy. Phillies there. might have picked the wrong guy. And everything I've heard about Chris Young, it's like he's so like he's almost all just looking at the hot zones and the charts, and he's not actually watching these guys. He's seeing the things that have happened, not and great. and they're looking looking at the charts or whatnot. So I'm a little worried that he's fostered this mentality. Yeah, that's of, not great. That's let's not nibble and let's let's be cute and you know. Maybe he has the right philosophy, but the wrong pitchers for it. I mean, we I don't want to crush Chris Young too bad because of what he's working with. I mean, he's working with it's a lot. Of, yeah. He's working with a lot of quad A guys and like Edgar Garcia and JD Hammer and uh, you know Pavetta, Eflin, Velasquez, all that. Eikhoff. Like he's worked with not great talent, but I do I do wonder if if he's fostered this mentality of non aggressive, let's be cute and try to trick guys into getting out. That's not great. No, yeah, which is a thought that I had. Well, let's hope it's wrong. I hope it's wrong, too. Yeah, me too. Big time. All right. Final thought, Fritzy. My final thought is this. And I'm going to play, is this a good player or not? Ooh. I like this game. Um, 271 average, 347 OBP, 344 Woba, 112 weighted runs created plus, um, and a slugging percentage of 473. Is that a good player? I would say it's like an average. It's a good player. It's like better than. It's not. It's better than average, but it's not like a good player. So, it's not a player at all. That is the Phillies' offense from. Oh, look at what you June twenty third to now. Look at what you did there. That's a good offense. That's a good. Yeah, that, for, as a full offense, it's yeah, really good. Right. I know. I, I tricked you with the player thing. You definitely tricked because that's a whole different story for the offensive numbers. Right. That's good they work by they you. have they have the fourth most home runs in baseball during that span. Wow. From 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 June from June twenty third to now, and I would say this is around the time when they started focusing more and more on fastballs. They have the fourth most home runs in baseball. They have the um, they have the mm, ninth highest average in baseball. Red Sox are batting three twenty five during that span, which is absolutely crazy. But they have three four. Like I, th- I think those numbers uh, those numbers are that of a top eight-ish offense and we've seen it for now about two weeks it's about 15 games i think it's a start of something positive and bryce harper and jt romito are leading that job i like this yeah you're welcome jack look at you putting us in a good mood for the rest of the day i love it i tried to uh i always my final thought to thank everyone for listening to the lost bryce harper podcast and still showing back up to this one it really really we'll see means a lot does if you're there if you're not well, that hurts. Yeah, it hurts a lot. Not cool. Not cool. We we apologized. All right. Um, rate and review the podcast. That's how the Lost Price Parker pod happened. And I'm sure Jack and I, by the time we get close to a thousand, we'll figure out something cool to do, right? Yeah. We already did High Hopes Night at the Ballpark. So we'll and you out also know that whatever promises we make, we are clearly willing to negotiate, as we originally said, a thousand <laughs> and change it to five hundred. So Listen, we are we are negotiable. We're easy. Yeah. You're easy. <laughs> All right. High Hopes Night, August 17th. Get your tickets, our pin tweets. Um, we'll be back on Thursday to talk about something, not games that have happened, but we'll figure it out. JT Romito's all-star appearance. <laughs> yes. The amazing JT Romito <laughs> catching the ninth inning experience. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, all right. Until then, we'll talk to you guys soon. He's Fritz and Seltzer.